Hey everybody, welcome to the Theomatic Podcast, the place that we are making good theology automatic. This is season two already. Thanks to everybody who joined us for season one. We're really excited for this season because we're going to be answering questions, your questions. Every episode is going to be a response and an answer to a question that somebody asked. And so we're so glad that you're with us. Every time that you leave a comment, rate, or subscribe, it helps get the word out for more people to join us. So make sure you do that on whatever platform you're listening on. And let's jump right into today's episode. Well, hey, everybody, welcome. Today's episode is based on this question that we got online from, I'm going to try and say this right, Caballero Dorado 88. That was really good. Thank you. I rolled the R even. You're good. So um, I I rolled the R even. (laughs) Wow. I am a gringo. (laughs) You are. Uh, I think this came from Instagram. This is a question that many people have asked, mm-hmm. and and this is worded so well, yeah. and it kind of covers it all, so we're going to tackle it. Yes, yes. Hi. One of my biggest questions is if we have to observe the Sabbath by not doing anything from sundown Friday until sundown Saturday. Love it. And like I said, we've gotten so many questions about the Sabbath. Do we need to practice Sabbath? If so, I've, I get this one a lot. Well, which day is the day of rest yeah. or which day is the day of worship? Is it Saturday or Sunday? We should probably cover that. So this is a big subject and and mm-hmm. uh, it mm-hmm. spans the Old and the New Testament. Well, it's uh, the Sabbath was established in the very beginning. Yeah. So it's been around a while. Yep. Yeah. So do you want to start with a few like foundational, yeah. like just maybe the most basic, maybe somebody's saying, what are you even talking about? Yeah, what's, what's the, the Sabbath? Sabbath? Yeah. So I'll start. You start. When Daniel says it at, in the very beginning, um, I'll start with the theme of it. God created in the beginning mm-hmm. and he created. And then on the seventh day, it says he Shabbated. That's mm-hmm. the Hebrew word for it just means to cease. To cease. So he ceased working and he, it says he rested. Mm-hmm. So immediately the question is, okay, was God tired? And the answer is no. No. God does not get tired. What, so what was he doing? He, because he could have, I, I suppose, he could have just started the second week after the sixth day. So what was he doing? He was establishing at the very beginning a principle of work and then ceasing from work. Mm-hmm. And that was something that even he did as an example for us. Mm-hmm. And this, yep. this is a practice then that was practiced Prior to the law? Yes, before the law of Moses was given. Yeah. In the law? Before the Abrahamic covenant, all of yeah. it. So it's it's a big deal. Um, it's, it's a situation, and you can see, especially in America, how people get so caught up in their work and it's not just that they love their work they're fearful of falling behind they if if they don't perform like if you're in a competitive Mm -hmm. city like new york san francisco la chicago whatever if you don't perform they'll find someone to perform Mm -hmm. and so we get tempted into consistently and constantly working and then what we get is a ragged mind and poor health and and depression and anxiety and so um the sabbath is really really relevant for people in 2021 and 22. Yeah. So there's a lot of things to talk about. So also just by way of description, what Hebrew people or Jewish people have have always practiced mm-hmm. is that their day of ceasing or day of rest, for them a day is not sun up to sundown, it's sundown sun to, to sundown. Sun okay, so this person actually is asking it correctly that uh, they would practice 
a Sabbath, a full 24 hours of rest from sundown Friday till sundown Saturday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just so you understand what that exactly yeah. is. Mm-hmm. So the question for modern day Jesus followers, yeah. uh, and you could get into the nuance of, well, are they Jewish by heritage or Gentile? Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> but maybe we don't get into all that. Just for the the normal person that calls himself a Christian, do mm-hmm. we need to observe or follow Sabbath? And if so, when? Yeah. And how? Yeah. So um, my interpretation is yes, we do need to observe the Sabbath. Um, there was a time in my life where I did not. And I do the colloquialism like religiously. Now uh, we observe it strictly, um, not from a place of fear or feeling like if I don't, then God won't love me or I won't be saved. But we do, we observe it strictly because we believe God knows what's best for us. And he commanded it, not just to be obedient, but for our good and the fruit and the just blessing that has come out of that observance is astronomical. So well, back up here, buddy, let me question you a little bit here. Mm -hmm. So you said you observe it. No, you said, yes, we must. I said, must we do it? And you said, yes, we must. Oh, so yeah. Do you, so do you, to be what? Yes, we must to be what? To be saved? No. Okay. Yes, we must to. So, so are you, do you think that the New Testament tells us that we're bound or obligated to obey the Sabbath? Or would you say that's that it's tra- it's more it's of a, a it's a principle that's <laughs> I, good I, for you and and just like baptism should I get baptized? Why wouldn't you? Are you looking at it more like that? Like it's a great principle. Why wouldn't you? Or are you looking at it more like, um, am I bound not to commit adultery on my wife? Yes, don't do that. Or is that the way you view it? Like yes, you need to do the Sabbath. I view it since it preexisted before the law. Um, there are a couple things that did marriage, um, tithing, communion, and the Sabbath. And those four ordinances I keep be whether or not it's in the law or not. So that's literally how I view it personally. Okay. So let me ask you like this. Do you think that it is a sin for somebody to not observe Sabbath? for them not to take a rest day or to observe it on the day of. It's why it gets complicated. Yeah, it is. That, and that was going to be my second question for you is when you said we observe it strictly, well, what do yeah. you mean? Well, let How me, strict? We do... Did, we, we, we do you the, don't use... You cook the day before? Well, okay. So, <laughs> see, this is why it needs unpacking. This so, is why we... I think we need to talk about the letter of the law versus and the, the spirit of the, the law. spirit. Yeah. So, what Craig is referring to, if you don't know, is that um, don't do any work... Well, cooking was work. I mean, mm-hmm. this is this walking is walking a certain distance. Walking a certain it? distance, literally picking up a thing. If you go to Israel on Shabbat, they have Shabbat elevators. Pressing a button is considered exactly. work. It literally stops every, every way, on the way. Don't up. live in a tall building <laughs> on a yeah, Sabbath. For sure. <laughs> so in in New York, and we're giggling about it. So I guess it sort of reveals that we don't believe it to be that serious today. And that's the letter of the law kind of taken uh, too far. But like in New York City, they have this thing called the. E- Evram or Eram, um, Eruv, E-E-R-U-V. It's a wire that goes all the way around 13 something city blocks in Manhattan. And the goal 
is for Orthodox Jews who observe the Sabbath, Sabbath strictly, it increases the boundary of their home so they can do more walking and work inside that boundary. So hmm. they observe it so strictly in one sense, but they expand it from their home to um, encompass most of the city. So it's almost like they can still kind of do what they want to do. So if you're asking me if I observe it strictly, what I'm meaning is I observe the principle strictly as if it is a gift from God. And that is the fruit that I have received from it. So that's that's what I'm going to end up landing on and how I got there. We can talk about but But I believe you should observe the Sabbath. Uh, is it a sin? Not I don't I don't know. I think it's it's like baptism. Like, can you not go to heaven? If you're not baptized. I don't think so. But should you be baptized? Yeah, you should. So that's my viewpoint on it. OK, so I mean, we should so probably you, pull up some scripture. You, mean you from observe the new it strictly in that you're you're striving desiring attempting to weekly take a day of rest yes. and ceasing yes um which the heart of it is to say you know we can only do so much and in faith we're trusting god yes. to to do what we can't do and accomplish number 2 we're giving god the focus and the honor and intention and the worship that he's worthy of. Number three, we're recognizing that even in the physical, you need a rest day and your body needs to be rebuilt. And even the land, it talks about the land being rested. Yeah. And so there's principles that God has established within law. this universe mm -hmm. that that you can't just go 100 miles an hour. So, so all that's good principles. So you, are you saying that you strive, you guys are striving to follow the, the spirit of it, which is a day of rest, not when you said we follow it strictly, you're following every jot and tittle of every specific rule. Correct. Yeah, correct. Um, well, if you go back to the Genesis account, where are the rules right. about the Sabbath? I see. You, many of those rules and traditions about the Sabbath aren't even in the scripture. They're added by the Talmud and by, um, you know, j different Jewish Jewish sects who were in charge at that time. Mm -hmm. And and they kept <clears throat> my viewpoint on it is they shouldn't have done this. So I speak it from that angle. I'm sure other people would think, no, it was really good to really define it. So people knew that they weren't sinning. I get it. But I'm a 21st century Christian living under the atonement and the grace of Jesus. And I'm just trying to honor the spirit of a God who I know loves me. These people <clears throat> had a society where you could be killed for right. dishonoring right. the law. So obviously it did require a lot more definition, right? Right. So I know there are people that are asking these questions like, can I work? Can I move? Can I mow my lawn? Do you want to know what my crazy answer is? And you can challenge me, but I, I want to hear your thoughts because it's easy to sit there and challenge me on mine, but I want to know yours. <laughs> but can you mow your lawn on the Sabbath? Heck yeah, you can. I love mowing my lawn when I had one. I don't have one now, but I had an acre and I would get on my tractor and I would listen to Bible time or I would listen to my favorite sermons and I loved mm. mowing my lawn. It was literally like my time, like peaceful right. time for me. So my- But we'd probably agree that if your career was landscaping- You probably should you not do probably that. shouldn't do yeah. it on your Sabbath I, I I like the, the um, wisdom not the rule or this, the, you know, doctrine, but the wisdom of if you work with your mind, you should relax with your hands and vice versa. So mm. if you work with your hands, relax with your mind, like do something that's not with your hands on the Sabbath. Mm. I work with my mind. I, you know, I'm, I'm my whole career. Brainiac. 
<laughs> my whole career is leadership, solving problems, those kind of things. Yeah. So I don't solve any problems on the Sabbath. I don't have any hard conversations. Mm -hmm. I do menial, thoughtless labor. I, I you know, I do things like that. I, I, we hug our kids. We lay around. We snooze. We take it easy. We eat together. We, we enjoy. We believe the rest is like the enjoyment of these gifts that God has given us that mm -hmm. we work hard to maintain. Mm -hmm. That's my belief on it. What is your belief? What do you do for Sabbath, Craig? Currently, I take a day of rest on Mondays where I don't wow. work. Sinner. Mondays? Yes, Mondays. <laughs> yes, so not even Sunday. Not, yeah, even, not the, even Not even Sunday. The, not even the New Testament not even Lord's the, Day. Exactly. Not even the Lord's Day. Exactly. Yeah. yeah wow. There's so much Talk complexity to it because I'm, I'm a pastor, so I work on the Lord's everybody Day. else's Sunday, mm -hmm. which... Then, yeah, well, is it Friday to Saturday or could it be Sunday? So uh, I guess just to point it out, why why did, why did do people, why is it viewed on Sunday? Just so, so everybody knows, you know, the Jewish days, Friday sundown until Saturday sundown, the New Testament started celebrating Sunday because of the day Jesus resurrected. Resurrection. Mm -hmm. So they get together to worship the king on the day that he resurrected. And to remember him and to, yeah. yeah. So um, I personally believe that the spirit of the scripture and I do think it's important to recognize that it's prior it's it, it encompasses the giving of the specific mosaic law but I think the spirit is that God is setting up from us from the very beginning yeah the principle of ceasing resting acknowledging that we're not God and we can't do everything and that we should attempt to receive this gift from God and have a day of rest. Yeah. And so if it's not going to be Friday from sundown till Saturday at sundown, because maybe that doesn't work for you, mm -hmm. I don't personally think that that means God is upset with you about that time or whatever. I think I think choose a period of time weekly that you're going to attempt and strive to, to mm -hmm. do that. So that's my opinion. I are you aware of any place in the New Testament doctrinally where we're prescribed to keep the Sabbath? Prescribed to keep the Sabbath. Mm -hmm. Cause you tithe. Yeah. Right. You tithe. I tithe. Yeah. We both keep the Sabbath. My point in saying this is like tithing the word tithing. I don't even think it's in the New Testament. Is it? Yeah, it is. It, is it okay? But well, it's, but it's, it's not a lot though. Not a lot. It's, it's but it's the passage you talked about earlier where Jesus says, "You tithe mint and da 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 da, and you should have done that, but also not right. neglect okay, the great. other thing." So that that's my, so it's sort of like a wink at the commandment of yeah, you sh it's it literally validates sets up my point. He validates. He validates still it. Doing okay, it. great. So so, but it's not like but he actually talks more about Sabbath. Jesus says, mm -hmm. "Man was not." Man was not made for Sabbath. Sabbath right. was made for man. Exactly. So we get clarifications on Sabbath. We get clarifications on tithing, almost always regarding the spirit of it or the heart of it, mm -hmm. because what we, it's almost like it's unsaid that you should be doing them. That's my point. Sometimes I think kind of like fasting. All he has, this, all Jesus has to say about it is when, when you, you fast. fast. Exactly. Oh, you're making an assumption. So just because there's not a huge body throughout the epistles of, you know, here's how you tithe and here's what you do. I think it's because it's presumed that you are doing that. And so there's some clarification given, but not like, oh, hey, you should be doing this. You got to remember Paul's going to these Gentiles, 
right? And he is collecting for the church back in Jerusalem. I mean, he mm-hmm. is receiving tithes and offerings. I mean, these are things, because you hear it all the time, oh, tithing's not mentioned in the New Testament, I don't have to do it. And it's like, okay, well, I think mm-hmm. the Sabbath is similar. So, okay. so while I can't point to one prescriptive do this. We're now in the new covenant. Paul comes out and be like, Hey, Sabbath on Thursday from 2 PM to not, you know, whatever mm-hmm. I have loved and, um, the result of Sabbathing. Mm-hmm. And I believe the, 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 the thread from the beginning of time to the modern church, I see consistent, um, um, prescription to mm-hmm. Sabbath. Okay. That's what I see when I read the body of the scripture. Another passage I'll think of when I'm considering the subject is Romans 14. He's talking about one observes this day or this day mm-hmm. and, you know, not judging each other for the for the day that you choose to observe. It's in Colossians as well, right? Um, okay. And there's, and there's other passages in like in Hebrews about Jesus being the fulfillment and he is our rest. Mm-hmm. Strive to enter that rest. And so... I think, friends, in a lot of ways, what we're even doing in this episode is demonstrating for you what a conversation looks like around a complex subject. Mm-hmm. And this is a thematic podcast where we're talking about making good theology automatic. And what we're not saying to you is that that means we know every single thing about every single subject and we're perfect. It's that you, we all have to do our best to figure out what God's word says, if it says anything, and then do our best within the context of the community that we live in to discern how to apply the truth for now. So I want to loop back to what you were saying about the Talmud and because I have, have different thoughts about, um, well, I I guess when I was younger, I heard about like, oh yeah, Jesus is so mad at the Pharisees and the Pharisees add all these rules and, and they yeah. pile on these weights to people. And so I sort of was tuned to like, oh yeah, they have this negative, they're intentionally doing all these extra things and just for the sake of being ornery or something, I don't know. And, and Jesus is the, the righteous like against that. But I would say now I've come to believe that if you could give those people from the past a gracious view of what they might have been doing, um, Maybe there were some people that their motivation was, mm. yeah, more law, more this, more that. But if you have a gracious view of it, maybe it was genuinely, uh, genuine people that were saying, okay, I love my God so much. And my God said, take a day of rest. Well, I want to honor him. And so I'm, I want to know what that means to him. Yeah. And so maybe it means, so how far should I walk or not walk? But when you add extra laws, you just have to be really careful because looking for clarification out of the heart of love because you want to honor the the spirit of what he commanded you is good. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But once you start making those laws rigid and then all this, well, it means this and this and this and this and this and this and this, this, it could become not good. So like the Old Testament has 613 commandments. Mm -hmm. By the time Jesus showed up, those 613 had turned into thousands upon thousands, thousands upon thousands because they were extrapolations yes. of, well, what does that mean? What does this rabbi think that means? What does this rabbi think that means? And so it is what it is. There was, I would say, a gracious view of that history would be there's probably some negative aspect to it, some healthy aspect to it. But my point in saying all that is what they were doing 
was, I think, attempting to be thematic in how they responded to God's heart. Yeah. And so that's exactly what we're doing right it's now. It's still our task today. Yeah. We're we saying the there's all these scriptures, there's all these opinions, there's all these these principles and precedences. There's what Jesus said, there's the Old Testament, there's the law, there's before the law. And so what's what's our responsibility today? Our responsibility today is to approach God's word with not saying, well, what do I want to do? Yeah. What do I want the answer to be? But to say, if we take the whole scripture together, what does it say? And, and if we're really honest, what's the spirit of God's heart for us? And yeah. so I think that being said, I think maybe you and I don't perfectly agree. And I know that you and I don't agree with a lot of people out there because I know there's lots of people that say, no, 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 you have to do it on this day from this day. I get comments all the time. Yeah. There's other people I know, pastors, leaders that specifically are like, no, Sabbath is not a thing at all. Jesus is the Sabbath and he he completely fulfilled it. And I, I would say I disagree with probably but both of those camps. I, I'm in the same camp. And you and I, 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 yeah. I disagree. So you and I are camps. similar. Yeah. Maybe we disagree on some nuance, but. I don't know if we disagree on some nuance. Maybe it, we but, don't, yeah. But, but just because someone can't a hundred or, well, excuse me, just because I can't articulate a hundred percent exactly of of it's uh, this scripture is what led me to this. I think that's important because this isn't this is a theomatic podcast, not a Bible podcast. There is an element in my spiritual life, and you have it too, where the Holy Spirit will give someone to know, will reveal, will speak, will bring clarity. And um, while that should never be, in my opinion, just the anchor, I just follow that mm -hmm. because as we've talked before, sometimes it can be hard to distinguish. But when the the anchor is scripture and the Holy Spirit is bringing meaning and revelation and helping you apply it to your life. I think that is a pretty safe bet. So, so, um, I don't have all the scholarship on it just to, to be honest. And I've all, and what I have though, is I have a narrative from my own life testimony about the goodness of it. And once you see something, you can't unsee it. Right. And this is why yeah. the word martyr used to mean witness. But it, yeah, that's it. but it came to mean people who will die for the, what they've seen because they can't unsee it. Mm -hmm. And this is like the foundation of the apostles of the church and the fathers of, of our faith, you know, um, is they were willing to give up their life. What did they have to gain? A torturous death for not recanting it? Why? Right. Right. It's not fake. It's real. So here's, let me give you some real things from the lens of my life. I'd never Sabbathed before. I, I went to this conference. They preached on the Sabbath a little bit and they recommended it. I tried it. Can never go back. I see. The quality of my married life, my life, I literally every week look forward to the Sabbath. Like mm -hmm. I, it's like vacation every week. Mm -hmm. And while Jesus is everything and he is the Sabbath in a lot of ways and you take rest in him every day, there's something so powerful about mm -hmm. taking one day to celebrate what God has done, to enjoy the world he built for us, to enjoy your family and to just be at peace. That's what, that's all, that's all that's I can good. tell you. That's good. Yeah, I had this saying came to my mind earlier when you were talking about. Uh, you said it's not. This is not a Bible podcast. It's thematic, and I I just had this thought popped in my mind that not every solution is found in one scripture. Yes, exactly. And so, of course, the questions we have that have a direct scripture, you start then there's there. your solution. 
But the whole essence of being thematic is when there's not a exp explicit verse about something, then you have to expand it. Well, what does the breadth of Scripture say? What mm -hmm. is the Holy Spirit saying? What is the community of faith saying? You know, the faith community that I'm a part of. Yeah. And so you're taking it all into account, and that's what every one of us is called to do because we're answering theological questions with our life every day yeah. and we're making theological decisions and uh, we want good theology to be automatic to us. And so, and Craig, that's why you can take the same version of the Bible and give it to two people with two different viewpoints or spirits in them, so to speak. And one will turn them into a devil. They'll be the most judgmental, awful, critical human being on the planet. And the other using mm -hmm. this full approach, that's my just real opinion. There, yeah. There's, if if the Bible was perfectly clear on everything, there would be no argument. But right. because of sin right. and because of our desire to be correct, there's tons of argument. Which is why, both you and I, in our viewpoint, there's all these ch checks and balances, these different gates, these ways to consider. But from a heart of humility and love, we can find a useful solution in everything. I believe. Right. Awesome. Well, you want to give any final thoughts and encouragements? Um, yeah. Um, don't be fearful about the Sabbath. I think that kind of like negates the purpose of it. Um, if you're worried about the day or the time, mm -hmm. I believe, and I think Craig agrees, and I think a lot of people would agree that it isn't so much the day um, in the new covenant. It is the, the spirit of it. And if you miss one, you miss one. Try to get back on it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and if you are fearful and you have the time to honor it, you know, like what I told Craig that I do is I actually do Friday to Saturday. And the reason I do it is just because it's like this little nod to I have the availability in my schedule. I actually love doing a rest day before I have to go to church and, you know, uh, be around people and those kind of things. And it gives me a nice buffer between my work life and, and my church community. Um, could be the best mm -hmm. version of myself when I have some rest. So I like it on Friday to Saturday personally. So awesome. that's what I do. Cool. Yeah. And my encouragement would basically be the same that instead of asking the question, do I have to maybe just consider asking the question, why not? Why mm. not try it? Why not? I don't think that you're bound to it. You, you were not made for the Sabbath. Like Jesus says, the Sabbath is a gift that God gave to us mm. and it helps reset our heart, reset our body, reset our mind, reset our, our, um, you know, our focus on God being the one that is providing for us when we cease, he is, you know, working and fighting on our behalf. And so just like Daniel said, w once your eyes have been opened, I just try it. And yeah, uh, we want to hear it. your testimonies about it. That's so good. shoot us a message on thematicpodcast.com or some other way. And we just want to see how it goes for you. Yeah. And we think that God will really bless you and draw you close to him through this practice. And that's, so. a, that's a great ending. And I'm going to ruin it with this. Um, <laughs> I wanted to give one little last thing that I thought popped in my head to think people might be thinking, okay, great. We all agree. We probably should do it. And we spent the whole episode sort of talking about the framework of how we get there. Um, if you decide to do it, here's some encouragement, just personal testimony. Um, do things that bring you joy. Do things um, that um, fill you up with the presence of God. I recommend worship, eating a meal with your family, talking about the good things God has done. Uh, do some, do do anything that fills you up. Be in nature. Um, whatever brings you rest. Um, and including, don't have difficult conversations on the Sabbath. <laughs> Bank it for another day. There you go. Just, just 
just fill your life with peace, joy, and restfulness for that day. So there's no prescription. What you like? Can I do this? Can I do that? Do the the spirit of those things. That's my encouragement. There you go. It's great. Let us know how it goes for you guys. Peace. We'll see you next episode. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining this episode today. We're so glad that you're with us. If this episode spoke to you, make sure you share it with a friend. And every time you leave a comment, subscribe and share, it helps get the word out. We're so glad that you're with us on this journey and we'll see you next time.